Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is heart change. Now, here's Pastor Carrie. Happy Sabbath again. Praise God that we're here. Well, I don't know. For some reason, I felt like talking about love. I don't know what inspired me, but um, I guess it was in the mood. Um, But so the premise of this is love is often considered as an emotion. And then, but sometimes you don't always love your spouse, emo, like emotionally feeling all lovey-dovey with your spouse, right? Or your kids. You don't always feel like, oh, you're so cute when you're doing stuff that I don't want you to do. Um, and sometimes you know that God is love, but you don't always feel the love um, for him. Even though he is always loving you, sometimes you, by the way this world is, by the way your life is, don't feel like he is loving you. Um, so, but there's times where you've had this close love experience with God, and at times you might feel distant and the idea of it is when you are feeling distant from him, how do you change? How would you want to come back and experience the full love of God that you may have experienced before? Well, that's the premise of today. Let's pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for being here um, with us. May your Holy Spirit guide us and lead us um, in our experience today. Uh, but also may it touch us and move us in um, in a, a way that will um, that will carry with us as we leave this place, Father. Thank you, Father, for your love, your great love for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, to start, First um, Corinthians thirteen. Some of you may have read this before, um, but let's just. Evaluate what love is. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor... And give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I am nothing. Well, what love is, according to this, is it's important. It's, in fact, everything. You can do all these great things in life. Um, You can have the faith to move mountains. It's it's important to, to have faith, of course. 
Would it be nice to speak in tongues and, 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 and be able to, to minister to the world from all different languages? Of course. Would it be nice to, um, to be able to prophesy and to understand um, God's as a, um, message to, to all of us and what is going to happen in the future? Of course it would be nice. But all those things matter nothing without love. So love is obviously a very important thing. Um, but now, what is love? Love is patient. How are you with patience? Uh, um, love is kind. Are you kind? Love does not envy. It doesn't boast. It doesn't brag. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love is obviously a beautiful, important, um, and it is everything. But when you look at that and... This should be on your, you know, your um, list of how you're doing. And you think about yourself. Were you patient? Were you self-seeking? Or, or were you proud at this test? Were you rejoicing in, in someone else's um, pain? Were you, are you um, protecting? Are you trusting? Are you hope? Um, some of these you might think, you have to create a scale. I am sometimes patient. On, a, on 1 to 10, I may be a 5 with patience. How about kind? Are you kind to people? Are you nice to people? Well, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm about a 7 in kindness. Um, do you boast? Are you proud? You know, some of us are on these different scales of this. Um, but love... Pure, true love, love, we would all be at a 10 because that's what God is for us. And that's what, um, but this is what love is. And then we continue on. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. I was thinking about that as um, Celine was telling children's story and sharing, um, we're on this journey, and then eventually hope we're, we, we're, we're excited that someday we will be in heaven with God. And when you um, reflect on that, um, the book of Revelation, while it's incredibly important for us to understand today, it will be fulfilled in heaven where we will have all, all of these things will be, will, will disappear and what will we have in at the end in heaven, is love. Is love. So everything, whether it's faith, whether it's prophecy, whether it's, um, you know, whatever kind of 
thing that comes from um, God, if it isn't coming from, in the sense, if it isn't core, if it, if, it, if it doesn't come out of love, it really is meaningless. I was just having this conversation the other day about someone, he was talking about how he believed he had truth. And he was talking about it with someone else and he was debating with someone and then listening to him and he was very proud of his truth. And I, and I was thinking about my sermon and thinking about, well, ultimately, it would be better to have love than to have this knowledge that he had of truth. So, so love is obviously important. It's everything. It's the most important experience. And you think about it in your own walk with the Lord. If you've had your journey with God and you're, 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 you know, you're, you know your journey. You, and there's times where you you're, may have great biblical knowledge, but you're inside dried up. Hurting, in pain, suffering, or angry, right? You start to realize, man, I wish I could have this love experience again. How do I love, how I want this love experience? A lot of times people have a first love, like they come to God. Like I had this evangelistic series I went to at 20 years old, and some guy and this preacher sharing Bible truth, and, and this guy singing, have you decided to follow Jesus? And I decided to follow Jesus. And I come and I come forward and praise God, and I have this great love and passion for the Lord. Right? So excited. Some of you can identify with their first encounter with God and how passionate and how exciting it was. But then as time goes on, you, 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 you get beaten by life and you start to say, oh man, life is hard. And this passion just kind of gets suffocated and, and slowly disappears. And now you want this again. Because... It's important. It really is the only thing that matters. How much you know your knowledge about the Bible or anything else. Without love, it doesn't matter. In the end, this is all that matters. And it's interesting here. It says, 1 Corinthians 13, 11, 12 says, When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in the mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part that I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. It's interesting here. Paul here is talking about what it means to become a man. And, you know, I, I would have thought this in kind of reverse. What it becomes to become a man is to really understand prophecy. 
When you truly understand the book of Revelation, Daniel, then you are truly a man. Or, hey, I have the faith to move mountains. Not only that, I have a big John Deere tractor that I can move. I'm a man. I can move this mountain, right? Or I can, I'm learning. I can speak in all these different languages. That's what it means to be a man. I can do all these great things. That's what it means to be a man. He's saying, no. When you become like these things, you are like a child, I want you to become a real man. I want you to put childish things away. Not the, uh, don't get me wrong. We need to know these things. These things are important, right? Okay. But I'm just saying right here in this sentence, sentence what Paul is saying, what I want you to put these childish things away. What I want you to understand what it means to be a man is to experience Love. You're a man when you are kind. When you're patient. When you're not proud. When you're self, not self-seeking. When you trust. When you persevere. When you can do those things, that's when you are truly a man. And a woman, might I add. So, again, love. It's important. It's important. It's everything. Why is it everything? Well, before that, it says, And now these three things remain what's important. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So why is this important? 1 John 4, 7 to 9 says, Dear friends, Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. The study of God comes in context of love. And the reason why we don't know love is because we don't know God. Right? And because we don't know God, is because we don't know love in its truest form. Heart change. How do we experience a heart change? Where is the source? It ultimately comes from God. We come, we've had this encounter of God. God's embraced us and, 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 and revealed himself to us. And we have this incredible love experience with God. And then eventually life takes us away. It takes us away. It burns us. Um, and, and we slowly forget the wonders of knowing God. How do we get that back? Does any of you feel like you'd like to have that back? Or anybody feel like, oh, I have this all the time. 
I'm floating on cloud nine. I'm praise God. I'm always there. God is always revealing himself to me, and I'm always experiencing his love. Anybody feel that? There's one of you way back there. Praise God for that. Um, anybody feel like, oh, I, in this room, I've been there. I've been passionately in love with God, but life has been taking me a different direction at times. And sometimes I don't feel that love. Anybody experience that? Yeah. I mean, we're all there in some degrees, right? We're not always. Remember, love is more than an emotion, too, right? Just because you may not feel it doesn't mean you're not experiencing it still. But you desire to have a passionate love relationship with God. I think that God wants us to have that. Do you believe that? God wants us all to be on fire for the Lord, right? Right? God wants us to have that. And is it good to have that? Is life good when you're passionate about God in your life? Is it? It's good to experience that, right? Man, God is good to me. Look at all the blessings. Yeah, life is hard, but I know God is there. God is taking me to places. I'm going to be in heaven. God is showing me purpose. When we are having that encounter with God in life and experiencing his love, it is a good place to be in. That we should desire to have that. But sometimes we don't, don't always experience that. Well, how do we experience it? 1 John 4, 9, 10. This is right after reading that God is love. And love is God. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. How did he reveal his love to us? By the sacrifice. By sending his son to die for us. That's how he revealed how much he loved us. We love that. We love this. We know God loves us because he's willing to do anything for us. Turn it around. Why do we not experience the love of God fully? Because, if we're honest with ourselves, there's things we're holding back. We're not willing to give up for God. We have let our anger, our guilt, our habits, our temptations... Our relationships, our desires, our ambitions. We've let all these things, we've held on to these things. And God may say, you need to sacrifice these things. But you're, many of us say, ah, I can give up this. 
but I'm not really, I'm not really ready for this. I can let go of this, but I, no, I'm holding on to this one. You, God will let you hold on to it. God will say, if you desire, you can hold on to it. But what you are missing when you're not letting this go is what God wants to give you. This incredible, passionate love experience with Him. You see it? If you feel at times when you are in a rut spiritually, when you're distant from God, you're wondering, how, God, how do I get back to this? It's not, it's not, it's not this. I'm doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. Right? Then you start to be motivated by guilt. Right? Oh, I don't want, I don't want to be a bad person, so I should give up stuff so I'm, so I'm not a bad person. That's not how this works. He wants to give you something. He wants you to gain something incredible. And if you want this, if you truly want this, you won't let anything in your way to keep this from happening. If you truly want this, my anger or my guilt or my pride... Or my ambitions, or my temptations. These things are not. These things are not as important as my love for God. Surrender. You want a heart change? Surrender. It same goes with relationships. If you have a relationship problem with someone. It's often pride or something going on. Surrender or pain. Surrender. And you will experience that love that God wants you to experience. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for today and this opportunity to to learn, to grow. Lord, we all have our things that we hold on to. And Lord, you know each person in this room in their hearts. You know what's going through them in their daily experiences and the things that keep them from experiencing the great joy and the great love you have for them. Help us all first sense the incredible sacrifice and love that you have for us. Help us all just bathe in that, that love that you have for us. And to desire it more and more. And be willing to give up more and more to experience you in, in your fullest, Lord. Thank you, Father. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.